way before I had ever watched Halloween. So when people are like, yeah, Michael Myers is in Halloween, you I thought, thought it was Mike actual, Myers. the actor Michael Myers was in Halloween. Wow. And then I finally watched it, and because he's in a mask the entire time. At the <laughs> what end a great of it, job. At the end of it, I turned to someone, I was like, that's Mike Myers in the mask? <laughs> This week, we hear all about GABF 2023 with Matthew Moldenhauer. This is episode 120 of The Malting What's Hour. What's the half on the hops? Guy, yeast, that's beast. This is The Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with Brandon Winnie. And to my left, who has pretty much been dubbed a uh, honorary co-host, whether he likes it or not, because eventually you will just be mentioned as a co-host. Matthew Moldenhauer. Yeah, yeah that was your introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Matthew. Thanks for joining us, man. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. I feel like it's... When was the last time we all got together to do an episode? Well, Brandon and I went to the concert. Okay. But I said for the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that had to be like spring... Wait, we didn't record that? No. Oh, you guys didn't do an episode at the Guns N' Roses concert? I thought we released the record. Oh. <laughs> Straight on vinyl. Brandon and Matthew at Guns N' Roses. How was that show, by the way? It was It was good. It was... Yeah. Freaking hot. Oh, yeah. That was That's the day like, that was no good. The only thing I can remember. And then I do remember, uh, so when we got there, Matthew, we got to, we went to a bar beforehand. I'm not going to say the well, name because Matthew, you offered to buy us beers and well, we all ordered beers and then he went to go get his tab and it was like 15 bucks. And I'm like, he bought like beers for like six people. <laughs> like, how is it 15 very bucks? Nice. I know the bar. I know you know, I would say this is no, I wish it, there's so many just fun people and we'll get into GABF. I had multiple of those stories where someone gave us a bottle of brandy. Whoa. Brandy? Six BSOP brandy. Whoa. Fantastic. Well that's why you're here because we you got brandy. Well yeah because you got brandy. That's a that's the only reason why we brought you on here. No, we didn't get a chance uh our, our schedules did not work uh out for us to go to GABF as we mentioned last week. We were not there, but you, my friend, got to got to be there, and you guys uh, at Old Irving got to do something special and fun. But before we get into that, what are we drinking first? Let's get into this. Well, I would say I brought some stuff. I brought at least one beer back from uh, our mutual friend, Brewery in Denver. I know. <laughs> that's where it was fun. Um, but we're going to start with uh, Spider Bride, which mm. is uh, the recipe that Trevor and Nate wrote together Open to celebrate... Up. Uh, Nate's post-nuptials. He's already been married, but we're going to have a celebratory... Jesus Christ. I don't need a whole one. I'm willing to split with Yeah, yeah I was going to split. <laughs> so, Matthew, I, I had a, I had like a 9.5 beer before I came here, and then I had two Onis. Alright, we'll open two. Mm-hmm. It's 6.9. It's not so bad. I'm trying to get through the whole episode. So, what kind of beer <laughs> is this? So... Nate wanted to do a black IPA. Loves that. Which um, is a style that was very big for a short amount of time and then went away. And now I feel like it's. And then last year it came certain. back kind of under Cascadian Black, um, which we didn't go with that. Um, but what I love that Nate wanted to focus on and Trevor really helped him develop was this is essentially Sentinel with those dark malts. Ooh. And we actually had like. Debittered black malt and other things, and and spiders. There's, yeah. It says spiders on the can. Yes. How many spiders are in each batch? It's a five out of five spiders. Uh, okay. Good. Good. That's that's how we're rating it. <laughs> we're gonna rate this on spiders for sure. <laughs> but you gotta wonder, like, there's got there's how many beers that you probably have, even commercial or otherwise. That you know, spiders got to get in somewhere. I don't know so much as in the boil or mash as maybe across the grain bag, or if there was a grain bag open that spiders maybe came across. I don't think there's many spiders in beers. Uh, sanitary practices are are so high for breweries well that's the great thing especially for old Irving just admit it there's spiders in their beers god damn it (laughs) and the caustic destroys everything it takes the matter gets rid of it and then you sanitize it just enjoy it everybody Um, I just love fermented spiders they're the best yeah oh this beer's good 
Well, you know, it gives yeah. a little bit extra. But what Nate really wanted is he wanted the citron mosaic and the hops to really shine without being some of those black IPAs really lean heavy into the roasted malts and really big, rich, heavy, at that point, almost porters, where he really wanted to focus on still having that hot presence. And I think it, it comes through. It, it's a lighter, even though seven, almost 7%, uh, it's... It still has a lot of that hot presence. So I said Jesus Christ when I when I poured this because it was like rich black. Yep. Like it is black. This is a black IPA and I, was, I, I didn't know what to expect. And then when you said it was like the Sentinel uh, IPA, I get that. It, it, it's super hoppy, but man, that I really like the roastiness that's in it and... Please. Yeah, you kind, of, <laughs> you, you kind of mentioned how it teeters on you know the brink of porter and I totally get that that porter essence out of it but man this is i haven't had a decent black ipa in quite a while i can't see through it just so everybody knows i'm putting it up to the light it is very dark it really does like look like a stout but it it tastes like an ipa and then there's like a really nice roasty kind of like coffee little tiny sweetness uh back there it's like kind of just like a regular ipa as well it's very good but it adds a lot of balance without being it doesn't have that like syrupy sweetness to like no. the porters and stouts um we, we've a little bit joked and i hope maybe next year like i love the label that nate did which we'll get into but i was like yeah, oh, it'll we, be in the episode. we could we could do like the sentinel label that you know with the the yeah. guard and everything else but do this as like Reimagine it with the black IPA, and then you have black Sentinel, black Knight, that kind of Ooh, thought process. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's super deep. Yeah, uh, but for those that can't see this whole label, it reminds me personally a lot of like Rocky Horror Picture. One and so, <laughs> Tim Rocky Horror Picture Show. So they, yes, <laughs> like Shatner. <laughs> Tim, Tim helped uh, develop this label, and so you Tim, we love you. Had this like gorgeous kind of like spider web with these gorgeous thick. Juicy red lips across the center of it. Take it easy, Matthew. Getting us all excited over here. Uh, and, and you can see it if you can see the uh, picture of this episode because it is in that as well. Well, and it has to be special because it's in the special black can, which we it don't is. do for everything. That is true. Usually I only reserved for imperial stouts and barrel aged. I was surprised to see it like that, but this is a great, uh, you know, fall Halloween beer. Very spooky. It's a very spooky can design. Can't wait to put the sticker on my beer fridge. You know, so this is this brings up the whole we we've talked about fall beers and we did <clears throat> some fall, fall beers on the last episode. Yeah. But what's nice about this is it adds another category. Like so, if black IPAs get back in the mix and you know more people sure. are doing them, this is totally a fall related beer. Yeah, I I feel like not just because you named it Spider Ride, <laughs> no. which I, had nothing to do with actually being around the season for his wedding. Nate's like him and his wife Tori. They're like we don't want a beer that's. You know, flowery and wedding related. They're like Spider Bride. Dark. I like it. Yeah, I this. If you guys make this uh, a seasonal, especially for this time of year, that would be fantastic. Because, like Brandon said, it does kind of take in like the the cooler weather type of uh, 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 beer drinking. Because yeah. it's it's nice and hoppy, but there's this nice roastiness to it as well. And it's not super sweet, but there's a little bit of sweetness in the back end. It's definitely hop forward. And agreed. It's what I remember liking about black IPAs. Yeah, you know, I think it's the sometimes old is new and cool again. Last year we did that red IPA uh, with blood letter. Yes, yeah, so good. I <laughs> I still push for that to come back every so often, even if it's not, not under the same name, because I yeah, love some red IPA. Absolutely, man. I love red IPAs. That would be so good. When are you guys gonna do a brown hell? Thank you, Abby, yeah, I for know. chiming in on that, because she agrees. She wants to know, when is Old Irving doing a brown Maybe ale? once we get the new production facility finally up and running again, and, and then we can uh, focus on things aren't just trying to keep everything else in stock. Cool, we'll be there, and we'll help you brew that beer. It could be like a collaboration beer. It's something I've <laughs> dreamed of. <laughs> I, I, I want a, a brown ale. and it's I know you do. I know you do, mainly because you did the English Mild, so I know that you're in the same camp as I am that... Having a beer like that would be fantastic. Brandon, yeah. how many spiders are you giving this before we, we, we move on to uh, Matthew's trip to Colorado? I'm going to go four and a half. Four and a half spiders. Ooh, four and a half spiders. Fantastic. Yeah, this. I mean, this is the best 
example of a, a black IPA that I've had in quite some time. And I'm. Do you remember the last time you had a black IPA? Oh, it's been a couple of years. It it's been a while. Might have been at. I think I may. There may have been one at G, GABF last year. What a transition. Um, I think I did see one last year, and I, I tried it. It was I'm okay. Sure black IPA, it yeah. was a little thinner, if I remember correctly. Um, like but the, the, the body on this movie. is just so nice. Like that's why it's like it's got that robustness, like bordering on like the porters. Um, but because of that that hop punch that's coming through, it's like it, it very distinguishably. Distinguishable, distinguishably different than um, um, just a porter. So, absolutely, I, I English. By the way, Matthew, she has dried cat food on her nose because that's how she eats it. It's so adorable. Aggie has joined Matthew. Yeah. Matthew, if if you could be biased, is there a way for you to be biased at all about this to beer? Be biased? Yeah. Can you be biased about this beer? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> can you not be he gives biased? It two. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Can you be non-biased about this beer? Like, oh, like probably is it, is not. <laughs> the first way he phrased it, I was like, "Yeah, I think I can be biased about <laughs> I this." That. Sorry. <laughs> All right, as a beer drinker, okay, the, the best way possible, while also obviously promoting a product, and I understand that. But yet again, we are not sponsored by Old Irving. We just like hanging out with Matthew, and he How keeps bringing us delicious beer. <laughs> sorry, what's that? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> We're switching to Zencaster. Who's getting money now? Uh, I, I, out of all the beers that you guys have, not out of all the beers, but like, you know, rate this legitimately. Realistically, as a beer that you like as a beer drinker. Because it, I think we can all agree that it, it is a very tasty beer. And I'm going to be honest about my review, and I, I really like the beer. Yeah. Well, and as honest listening to you guys, the last couple, uh, you guys have, have actually like lowered a couple of the ratings on, on some of them. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm um, getting real baby yeah i mean I for me this is like solidly in that like four kind of category where it's a beer that i will drink on my own um not having to be out with tastings and at bars or even with you guys like yeah i would go for this on a night um now i typically don't have more than a single beer so at a seven percent or i'm i'm doing pretty good but how many spiders are you giving it overall uh half okay of the, how about this how about half this? of the spider's legs Ooh, half the spider's legs. I like that. That's good. That's good. You do the math in your head? Nope. Not yet. Oh, 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 yes. I got that. Everybody, think about it. Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm with you there. I'm, I might be a little higher than that. I'm not as high as Brandon. I'm in between you guys. I'm going to say maybe like 4.10, 4. 4.1, or 4.1. Um, it's really good. I really like it. It's. I agree with you that it's not something that maybe I'm going to... Or actually, I, I not not agree with you. I disagree. I feel like maybe it might be something that I might share with somebody else, because it is. It's not a big beer, but there's just a lot of flavor in this. It is very roasty and it's very hoppy and it's very delicious. I could probably knock one back on my own, but in this situation, I think I prefer like sharing this beer with somebody else just so they can experience it because it is a very good black IPA and it does in my opinion, teeter closer towards like a robust porter. Yeah. And and that's the thing is like we could do an entire podcast just on how people do ratings. Because Absolutely. I think especially when we get to like all the barrel age stuff, you know, are you talking about drinking a 16 ounce Krampus by yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hard. Yeah. You know, that's the Pepsi challenge. A single ounce of something can be amazing and still not want to drink 16 ounces versus... Hey, I'm watching football on a Sunday and I want to have a couple beers and maybe not think about it. And sometimes having a chug life from Mars, you're like, this is nice and easy. And I can throw back a couple of these. These are, it's where I think of um, another podcast, Steal This Beer. One of the things that I love. I'm sorry, do. what? You're talking about another podcast? Yes. We don't do that. <laughs> I thought we did throuples here. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, this is a throuple. And so one of the things that they always talk about is where would you see yourself drinking this beer? For me, this is. Uh, on a night like this, I come back from a night of work. I don't really want to have a lot of beer, but I have a, a nice beer with, you know, some grilled chicken I do on, on whatever else. I'm, I'm, going, beef. Just... I'm going beef with this beer. Ooh, yeah, beef would be good. I, I'm also, I I'm also a some... chi- I, I am a chicken guy, though. Grilled chicken. Yeah, grilled chicken's the best. Some type of grilled beef with this, because, I mean, there is a, a heftiness to this. It's not like... 100%. It's not like weighing you down or anything, but there... 
it's funny you were talking about like thinking about how you drink this beer in a certain situation. You had mentioned football. And there are times where my cousin and I will get together and share beers. This is the perfect, like, 16-ounce can to be like, dude, drink this. It's going to be great. Because he loves stouts. I love stouts. He loves IPAs. I love IPAs. It's kind of like the nice, like, combo. Yeah. And so for me, that's where I get to the point of, like, you know, how you rate things. And it's like, how would you rate this on... A football Sunday yeah. is different to me than way higher. How would I rate this on <laughs> this is the one beer you're having versus how would you rate this for you're going out to Brandon's bachelor party and you need to drink 10 beers tonight? Don't start with this. I'm not starting with this yes, if I'm drinking 10 beers. If we're already like halfway through the night, we come back here and then we're just like, we're all crazy. Sure, let's all let's all do this. We'll shotgun. I still never shotgun a beer. Yeah, I agree. Like, And I feel like we've... You say you've never shotgunned a beer? Never. And I'm not doing it tonight baby oh yeah <laughs> there can be an episode where i do it but yeah i agree with you this is uh especially with ratings of beers it is very like circumstantial especially when it comes to like certain beers that we're doing if we do like fall beers if we do pumpkin beers, spring beers, summer beers this beer is our own feelings as of right now i will say overall i think we all agree it's a very good beer whether you're going to drink it uh now or in the dead of winter or in spring don't well, wait don't wait too long though Still, well, well thank you. You know, that's oh. that's really nice. And to give you a little bit of a, a segue to get into GABF. Oh, cool. Um, one of the breweries that I got to go to was Cerebral, Cerebral, which Ooh. I... How many of these have you had before you got here? This one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've only had a couple sips of it. Oh, okay, cool. Because we, we drank a little bit before you got here, and you're stuttering more than we are. <laughs> hang out with Ray Stout. <laughs> we have. And we're going to hang out with him next week. He's the best. He is the um, and so we went to Cerebral and had already been told about how great all their loggers are and everything else. And they had the 10 and the 12 Play-Doh and the, the side pole. And we had been to a couple of the breweries and working GABF already and everything else. And we're there probably what, like what 10 day o'clock was this? What day was this that you guys went there? Saturday. Oh shit. Ooh. So that's like the, almost the grand finale. Yeah. And I get it and I pick it up and I was like, I think this is the best Locker I've ever had. Holy shit. Whoa. That's and high praise. It is. And it could be all of the experiences that led up to that moment. Um, all of the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like... Wow, so, way to leave the mystery. <laughs> but I will say that, like, I don't know, I feel like... You were like, at Great American Beer Fest. There's a lot of drinking that weekend. Absolutely. But if you, like, are rounding out your night or, like, your day and you have a lager where it's, like... Sure, it's situational because of everything that you're doing, oh. but... That's the day that you guys finally get a chance to like not be at the booths and the, the ceremony has already happened for the medals and everything. So you kind of get a chance to hang out. But for you to give high praise for a lager out of everything that you probably tried, I feel like that's probably closer to being like, oh my God, this IPA is amazing. Because a lager is really easy to be like, this is not good. Well, because if you're at Great American, even at the Great American Beer Festival, there's, there's lagers there. But how many people are going for the lagers? You know? There, you know, there, people are doing everything. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, there's people are going for lagers, but people are are trying everything. And there's, you know, there's barrel aged beers. There's, you know, there's regular stouts. There's sours. triple IPAs, sours, <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. Belgian lagers get lost in the middle. I feel like it from flavor profile that could burn. You know, like everything else could burn out your palate. And lagers are so middle of the road. But to come back from like, all you know, a couple nights of doing all of that stuff, and you have a lager, and you're like. That's what I needed. That's and it's the one of the best of ones, lager. maybe one of the best ones that you've ever had. Yeah, we're speaking for you, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was, and we did it's, it. It's we not- did it. We nailed what Matthew was thinking and doing. All right, I'll, I'll just be quiet. Sam, please be quiet. Have some jerky. <laughs> um, and it's a hard thing because I, I reflect on it, and I can say yes, I was having stouts and got the trial of different things and whiskey, and um, but that's what I love about beer is. So, so often it's, it's not just the beer in front of you. Because how often do you sit by yourself with a scorecard, judging everything, uh, making sure that you ate the proper foods beforehand, resetting your palate, resetting everything, making sure that you don't have outside influences? It's hardly ever. And so for me, it's, it's the experience and being able to be surrounded by so many people and being with Nate and Simon with our reps. And I sat down. And how it poured and how it looked, and I sipped, and there's just not a single off flavor, and it's just like exactly pristinely like if someone to be like, what do you think of a Czech lager? I'm like, exactly that. That's that. Like 
Precisely, there's no other beer that I think of, of than that. You're making me crave a delicious lager right now. Well, can I make you jealous for some of the other things? Yes. Sure. <laughs> and we can go deeper into more if you want. So we went to... Well, that's why you're here. We um, want to hear all about yeah. your experience. Also, glasses are empty. We need to do something else. So, Brandon, do you have anything? I do. Oh, great. Fantastic. Matthew, So continue. start while you get some more beers. Uh, <laughs> Friday night, which... It's all right for fighting. Yes, which I don't know if you saw any of my Instagram other things. I saw some of it, yeah. We went to Beerstadt, talking about more lagers, also amazing lagers. Uh, they had semi-pro <laughs> professional wrestling Friday night. I did see that. It was the most fun, <laughs> ridiculous thing that we, like, we walked into Beerstadt. Everything outside is packed. Everything inside is packed. We walk in and we're like, I don't know if we're going to stay here. This is this is kind of crazy. Ooh. Oh, no, don't be distracted by Brandon. And we walk in and they have a bar downstairs and we're actually able to get a beer. And all of a sudden it opens up that we're we have space to like get right in front of the ring. And so we have this amazing view. We get to watch like three or four matches. Uh, we get to drink Hellas and Oktoberfest and... Just amazing All the best beer. types of lagers that I love. Where we get to see the most ridiculous... That sounds awesome. Everyone knows it's fake wrestling, but it... Being around this people, was This was after JBF? Um, like the session is, that day? Yes. Okay. It was after Friday night session. Okay. So we left at like 9.30, 9.45 as, as Oh, wow. You know, all the sessions go to 10. When we did that last year, we went and got... Uh, we went to Mellow Mushroom and got pizza. That was good pizza. Where was Mellow Mushroom? You have to walk. On 16th. Yeah, you got to walk. Oh, Saturday dude. night we were looking for pizza and we we're like, we can't buy pizza. Grow, uh, no, I was going to say growing up in Georgia, but spending some time in Georgia, Mellow Mushroom was the, the way to go. It's pretty cool that they're in Colorado. Oh, Fantastic. It's a, it's a chain. Fantastic. You support large corporations. That's, that's what I do. That's my thing. Anyways, AB and Bev, thank you so much for sponsoring <laughs> this episode. So so you're, you're drinking all these delicious lagers and you're watching... Basically, amateur wrestling. Yes. Um, well, that's fantastic. And it's called, like, Mountain High Wrestling. And, like, it has its own league. And these people are great at what they do. And they're jumping off the high ropes. They're doing everything. And what just makes it so great is everyone that's in Bierstadt is excited to see this. Like, everyone knows it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, this is all kind of dumb. But you see people getting into it. Still super exciting. And the part that made the three of us go a little bit nuts is they have the heel in the second match who comes out. And they're like, this guy comes from Chicago, Illinois. Yes. And so we just have three of us just rooting for the evil guy. Funny enough, came Trevor and they didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been fantastic. Uh, he got did. it. He did win. So it was the only match that the heel won. Go Chicago. Yep, go Chicago. Um, but then, like, one of my favorites was the last match we watched. Uh, it was the tag team match. Ah, oh, tag teams are the greatest. And they had these guys called the Chapas. And it was probably overplayed, and I'll show you after. But, like, every time they wanted Easy. to do something, they have the move where they chop <laughs> with their arm. And they get the whole audience to go, chop. Chop! That's fantastic. Get to the choppers. And when they won, they won, and they all did that. And then it was just fantastic to just see everyone get into it. And having leaders and pints of just some of the best loggers that you can have. And and honestly, Denver, like I think Chicago and Illinois makes amazing loggers. And we actually might have an opportunity come early next year to work with one of these breweries. But Ooh, you have Prost. And Bierstadt and True and all these great lager houses, um, which especially for the Great American Beer Festival and all of these brewers, obviously they know their crowd and absolutely it, it's it's amazing. Um, that being said, on Saturday afternoon after the awards, we actually uh, we went to River North, uh, is aptly named in color as Rhino, which. How did yep. we never do this in Chicago? We have River uh, North. And we yeah, just... River North right now. That's really smart. Yeah. We blew it. We blew it. 
And so River North Brewing uh, won a gold medal uh, for their chocolate stout. Ooh. Uh, and they were close enough that we were able to scooter over there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you guys, you guys rented scooters? Like 10 times. Oh, man, that's so fun. Dangerous, but fun. <laughs> Other stories. Uh, but yes, very, very fun. Um, and we just went there because we wanted to try more of their beer. And they're nearby. And we saw that they won some awards. And they had some of their family there that were there for JBF and celebrating their award. But we ended up nice. meeting the owner and the head brewer. And man, just the, the service and people wanting to be humble and share... All of a sudden, we're there having a couple drinks, and they're sharing their barely. They released. They're releasing a barrel aged uh, imperial stout that day that they had us try, and oh, the shit. beer that they just won for, and another stout, and they sent us back with more. And the head brewer and I were talking about different techniques and what's going on, how to even test ABV on anything over twelve percent. And then we find out at the very end that the bartender there. Uh, do you guys know Carly from Bottles and Cans? I do not. I do not. Carly's amazing. Um, I'm going to take Cans is amazing. I believe. Oh, yeah. Bottles and Cans is fantastic. The bartender was a childhood friend of Carly, not even from Chicago. Whoa. Oh. That's random. <laughs> and so we take like a selfie, send it to Carly, and she just sends back. She's like, ask him what happened to that train set. And he's like, train set? How does she remember that? I lost that when I was like six years old. Whoa, deep dive. And so it was just amazing to see all of these yeah. connections from everywhere else. And yeah, this year we didn't get to win anything, but it was amazing. We were the row behind uh, David from Moore cheering them on for winning for their hazy. PLL. Absolutely. Yeah. And oh, cool. we had um, seven winners total in Illinois. Yeah. And double clutch, double clutch one, double clutch one, sketchbook Ra- one, uh, Roush beer and. Sketchbook got for their the Polish uh, smoked wheat beer. So yeah, good. and Very both good. of them I sent pictures of because I was talking to Ray. There were only, I want to say he said seven or nine breweries that went to GABF from Illinois. Really? Yeah, it was not many. I was surprised not to see like Rev in there for something because normally Rev's they there. do. Well, well I mean like like as far as submitting, they normally like do like barrel aged stuff and they come away with something. Yeah, and Rev was there with Doug Vilecki and James, and they're they're amazing and just how they look. And what I love about even Rev is there are so many huge booths. You guys have been there and like what they're doing. Yeah. And Rev doesn't necessarily have the pomp and circumstance of we're going to build a tap room in GABF. It is yeah. insane coming from Chicago to go and see Revolution and and you and like just any of the the certain breweries that I like really hold dear, especially like Revolution for what they do here in Chicago, like that they don't have some like big elaborate. It's yeah. a, just like every other brewery table. Here's what we have on tap, and then they're like last year they were pouring Thundertaker, which is like my favorite barrel aged beer from them. Yeah, and they brought some great stuff, but sure it did. was it's a really nice where at least how I kind of take it and I've seen some obviously big breweries that I love with well works where they have these big things, but I yeah. see Rev doing that and Doug Vilecki's there and James is there and you yeah, have these like big the guy, guys. Yeah, the guys. They have the guys yeah. there. <laughs> and it's them just wanting to be in front of people showing off the beer that they get to be there. Yeah, which is and super awesome. And we were on the fence a little bit of whether we were going to be able to do it or not, or if we really should this year. We're opening the new production facility, and there's just, it's a lot of commitment and time to be there. Uh, and we got invited to the rare beer tasting um, that's done for the charity Pints for Prostates um, and sponsored by All About Beer with John Hall. And it's amazing, and there's less than 60 breweries, and we got invited, and I was like, it was super awesome. Yeah. And I got, I was just like, we have to be there. I want to see what other people are doing. And getting to see the breweries like Other Half and all these fresh Bond beers and all these crazy hype beers and to be a part of it. Um, and we were pouring our Barrel Age Migration or Clive with Phase 3. Before we get further into that, Brandon, I have to say we're probably close to a break time, aren't we? Uh, we're getting there. What does that mean? What are we out of timing? Uh, I mean, episode-wise, just under 30 minutes. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's fucking break time. And I also finished the second beer that we opened up. Before we get to that, we're going to take a quick break, because I want to hear all about that beer. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
and we're back. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with our good friend Matthew Moldenhauer. Did I say that right? It's not how the Germans would have said it. How would, how how would the Germans? Oh, I've say never it? been to Germany. I well, then why been. are you correcting me? How would a Matthew say it? <laughs> how would you say your last name? <laughs> Mold. <laughs> I personally want to just come up with the weirdest pronunciation. No, I want to know how you pronounce it. Moldenhauer. Moldenhauer. M- M- much like Molden- the malting Moldenhauer. Moldenhauer. Like the malting hour. It's for a whale's vagina. <laughs> it's Spanish for a whale's vagina. Uh, and we're, we're chatting with Matthew uh, about his experience here. Uh, or not here, but at uh, Great American Beer Fest. And before we went to the break... You started getting into the rare beer festival before, or the rare rare beer like rare beer tasting, tasting. yeah, yeah. For not, pints not for prostates. Yeah. And um, you guys got to be a part of it this year. Were yeah. you guys part of it last year too? No, we weren't. Um, it was an incredible experience. Hold on, I'm going to cut you off again, Brandon. What beer are we drinking, real quick? <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking from uh, Braxton Brewing Company out of Cincinnati, Ohio. This is like an after the final pour for me personally. The Bon Bonnier Opera Cream Stout. Ooh. So it's a 5.5%, uh, 5 ABUs. It's a dessert-like sweet stout that starts as a delicious milk stout made up of chocolate and caramel malts. Before completion, we finish the beer with the addition of Bon Bonnier's pro- pro- proprietary Opera Cream Coffee roasted Jesus. by Seven Hills. At only 5.5%, this confectionery treat boasts milk, chocolate, sweet cream, and bright vanilla characteristics, making it the perfect celebration for one of Cincinnati's favorites. So the 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 coffee is a nod to a, a treat, um, which is, I think is like a cake. It looks like a, a, a cake with like cream layers and stuff like that. Um, and they made a coffee based off of that and then used the coffee in their stout. Hmm. I will say this. Uh, I got a lot of chocolate and vanilla and Agreed. a nice sweetness. This is like a good dessert pastry type stout without it being like super thick, super sweet, and almost kind of not refreshing, but like very light body. It was very good. Well, exactly. The light body, even though it's a milk stout and using the lactose sugar, which adds just body. sweetness yeah. and, and, and body. A body to it. Yeah. Um, they must have used like very low amounts because. It's not that thick boy. Which is funny because there is like a nice sweetness to it. It's not like coinly sweet, but it is, it like definitely. It's dessert sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's very nice. I really like it. I, so much so that I drank it before we went to break. I finished <laughs> it while you were still talking. So I don't even have that. I'm drinking Spider Bride still. Well, you went back to that. I you did. went back to it. Sorry, not still. I went back to You guys, I'm struggling here. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have drank juice once before I got here. How many juices would you give the force? I don't remember what I gave it, but it was a lot. It's so good. It smells and tastes like Hawaiian punch. I texted Brandon yesterday. I was like, I found it in a six pack. I have a a delicious, uh, terrible idea or like a problem. I made a deliciously terrible decision. Yeah. And I got a six pack of that. I was like, you know what? I can have one of these before I go and didn't eat dinner because I'll eat dinner when I get home. Okay. So for people who listen to all the episodes, listening to that episode, did you guys figure out if they actually used juice in that? Because listening to it, I'm like, and hearing it, I'm like, they had to have used juice. The more should have brought one. So I know I should have, but I, I when I ha- I've had I had one yesterday and one today. It is definitely hops. Like it is amazing. Like really, it has to be because there is this bitterness that I'm getting from it now. That like a coworker of mine, he's like, I didn't get the Hawaiian punch. I got like all these like different like hop flavors, and I really feel like they found a way to there's a lot of hops in that beer too yeah there is there really is and, and, and honestly uh, uh you should try it matthew you really should i should have brought one i think I'm, you would like it that move on it, it's good but it's it's dangerous because like i can drink it like a regular beer and it's 9.5 percent alcohol it was kind of like when we were at riot fest and we were drinking all of those beer hugs yeah jesus yeah. Christ. beer hugs shots of my lord oh yeah <laughs> looking back at my bank account i'm broke yeah, that happened a little bit from JBF. So welcome mm-hmm. back from the break. Talking yeah, about right, rare yeah. beer We're tasting. talking about the rare beer tasting. Uh, yeah. Uh, how did that all come together that you guys became a part of it? Uh, yeah, so Rick, who is the founder for uh, Pines for Prostates, uh, reached out uh, via John Hall's recommendation of us 
which I know he's only got to try a little bit of us, but it's it's honestly an honor because they have absolutely I mean, they have Wild awesome. Works, other half, pretty much everyone that you can think of that does what is being known as some of the best beers in the country uh, are there, and it's all done uh, as a charity for Pines for Prostates, uh, which. Uh, they also do free blood work the before the festival for anyone who wants to, uh, so that they can, <laughs> so that they can make sure uh, that they can get their blood work done, which is a phenomenal charity. That's super awesome uh, for men in particular, which obviously well, I mean, for good and bad is very focused part, yeah. in beer with men, um, and so making it less less stigmatized and. Uh, you know, people making sure they take care of care of themselves, which is super cool. That, that's awesome. Sorry, I, I I didn't mean to distract you while I was trying to get Brandon to give me some water because I had to rinse well, stop out. Stop taking off your shirt, spider bread. I mean, just want to get everybody's attention. Like, hey, here I am, guys. Remember, it's me, Tony. check me out. Look at this beer bod. That's really cool that you guys got to be a part of that. How was like? I, I remember hearing about it the first time. Uh, I don't know how many years ago that was. We went to G, yeah, JBF, and then last year heard about it as well i'm like man that would be so fun to go to like we had the sam adams uh dogfish head brunch which was a lot of fun and we got invited this year but we couldn't go so looking forward to doing that next year but this also is an event that sounds super fun to 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 be a part of yeah and sam adams was there pouring their utopia which Uh. which i actually missed on thursday night at gabf because it was one of those times where they're like they're tapping sam adams utopia and from like six different angles, they had lines, lines. of like two hundred yeah. people. Oh, I'm sure. For as many times that I've had it with Brandon and other times, it's I probably would have waited in line as well. Like it is, like it's so, it's such a weird drinking experience. Me personally, and I've had a friend, and I see some over there. Um, Do you have anything left in there, Brandon? <laughs> Mike, we're not, I'm not drinking it. I just want to know if you had any left. My in friend there. who's had it, wink, I've wink. gotten to have it fresh, <laughs> uh-huh. like I did. This weekend, and I've also gotten to have it after it's been oxidized a little bit. Personally, because of the high alcohol intensity, I like it a little bit oxidized and sure. rich because I feel like it helps tone down just how, how strong and how like, hot it is. It is intense. Yeah, that so that bottle, the one that I have, was a 2011. Jesus Christ. 2010 or 2011. Um, and I think we cracked it in like... 2013 or 14. Yeah, I, we went. Is the night before? Well, I, I got. So then we went to Lagunitas. Yeah, yep. we were going to Lagunitas, and we cracked it open. I think we had a couple of beers, and then you cracked that open, and I got to try it for the first time, and I was like, "Holy cow! It's like a, a syrup. It's like a brandy." Yeah, it is definitely brandy. I yeah. mean, that's why. Do you guys remember the years where it was like the Sam Adam Utopia versus Tacular Nuclear Penguin? <laughs> There, there was the years where there was these wars of who could make... Oh, who made the highest ABV. Highest like, ABV and what it was. Beer. So Trevor, that when he first started learning how to brew and everything else, he went to BrewDog. BrewDog did the tech through nuclear yeah, yeah. He was uh, given the responsibility to help with the R&D. Jesus of Christ. those types of things. Wow. Um, to drink it? I Yes. Well, <laughs> To make it? If we ever... If Illinois legalizes it, so it's illegal in Illinois to make an ice box. What the? Well, so that's what they do: is you freeze the beers, you shave off the water, and you keep on making higher and higher alcohol. Like ah. I can get it. I want to make life's blood, and then make it an ice box because it is always a box, and call it cold blooded. God damn it! That's fantastic. <laughs> Why didn't I know that? <laughs> My, my brother-in-law and I accidentally made an ice box one time. And it was funny because we both were like, this is illegal. <laughs> like a true German. Yeah, like we, exactly. Like we had it in our uh, this, this this giant chest freezer and it got too cold. And we, we did a box. And then we opened it up after like fermented, fermentation had ended and we were letting it let's kind of rest. And we went in there and we're like, oh my God, it's frozen on the top. And we removed all the ice. And I was like. We, Mike turned to me and goes, this is illegal, but we have an ice box. And it was, I remember it being really good. We ended up, I think, with like, we were supposed to have like five gallons or four and a half gallons after everything was done and settled. Mm-hmm. I think we ended up with like three gallons. 
That's what did the ABV come out on it? It was high. Yeah, I think it was close to like 11 or like 11.5%. If I'm, I have to ask Mike, but yeah. I remember it being something where I was like, this is amazing. And we didn't share it with anybody. It was like around the holidays. So we drank it a bunch. As you should. And had a good holiday. We did. We did. Ah, cold-blooded. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> one day. That's Samu's idea. Come on, Illinois. Get it together. Um, what were you guys pouring at the fest? Or yeah, the, uh, so at the fest, uh, we really loved w- some of the different beers that we made this year. We've made a few different barrel-aged beers, some with Maplewood, some with more. Are you talking about trail, ba- trail, trail Buddies? Yeah. It's fantastic. Brandon has one. He was trying to pour it early. I have two. It's absolutely not. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to that. But this time, we uh, poured <laughs> our collab uh, with... Phase three called uh, Barrel Age Migration. Ooh. And we which, get to try it at the Goose Island uh, Stout Fest. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Used the most amount of coconut that we've ever used. Insane. Even though phase three was like, you could double that. Come on, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> we used 450 <laughs> pounds. We It took us 48, well, two full work days to toast all of the coconut oh, to bet. go into it. Um, and... Then let it sit on there, and it is definitely one of the most just rich, forward, coconutty. So it's toasted coconut, uh, cacao nibs, and Madagascar vanilla, uh, all to a huge extreme. Uh, no lactose, but just doing an extended boil and just really rich malts. And one of my favorite beers that we've done to date. We have discussed this beer off mic and Brandon and I both agree that it was probably one of our favorite beers from Goose Island Stout Fest. Like and it was our, <laughs> I think it, it was my second beer. Yeah. My first beer I had was, I, I had the Roush beer from Double Clutch. Yes. And then I was like, all right, let's go talk to uh, Tim. Tim so was I think there. Tim was there pouring and he was like, you want to try this? I'm like, well, yeah. Duh, Tim. That's why we're there. Like, Duh. Tim. Uh, so back, Tim. poured that and I was, I, I was significantly blown away by yeah. like how and he was telling us the story about the coconut and everything like that but i was like like just fucking hell like yeah, it, was, it was probably one of my favorite beers of the day and we it, got a chance to like have some fun goose island vintage beers and the, the nice thing about it though was like it was not um like when you get there's there's coconut beers that you'll get that they're kind of like oily and like like suntan lotion yeah and then like and and even like the the, the coconut thins it down because it becomes oily versus like just thick from the malt, but it's such so well balanced and done really well that like, yeah, I think I went back. I had another one like towards the end of it too, but I remember like stop fest for us was like, it was a quicker affair. We didn't stay for the entire thing because like you plow through, I mean, it's like phobab. Like if you don't pace yourself and like, I don't think we, like we didn't go hard at Stout Fest, but we just you know we were drinking beers. It was just easy to go ahead and get like you don't have to everything. go hard no, when they're only twelve percent. No, and you're just like I'll have this, I'll have this. Thank you very much. And that was like last year's Fobab. Like we weren't trying to like burn through anything. Although I did have right off the bat, I think like two pours of Krampus in the buff, like right away when we started. Oh, yeah. like, like we got to try a bunch of stuff in the first hour. Uh, we'll talk about this next week. That's fine. But yeah. Which I'll add to that in a little bit. My one funny thing, it was my one suggestion. I absolutely loved the pint glass. They had a full, nice 16-ounce pint glass that everyone was drinking out of and fully branded. It is one of the only glasses I've kept in this last year that I brought back with me. We were drinking 15% beers and pouring them into... Like full pours? <laughs> no, I joked about to people like, you want, a, you want 16 ounces of this? You want to go hard? We're doing this. Balls to the wall. Wait, was it the Great American Beer Festival? Yes. No, no. At the... Uh, oh, rare beer? Rare, rare beer tasting. Yeah, okay. Rare tasting. And so, it is hard because when you have a full pint glass, you know, you don't know if you're giving them one two ounce, two ounces, three yeah. ounces, which are is a big difference. Yeah, unless the glass is marked. Which, uh... Great Lakes Great Beer Lakes Festival. Festival. Yeah. They always did that. R.I.P. Which, when you even do that on such a small one... You know, Great Great American Beer Fest, the volunteers, and it's very responsible Absolutely. To, to do one ounce pours. That's how we were... Have you tried to pour one ounce? Yeah, no. It's not easy. I gotta be <laughs> honest. Especially if you pour it off a tap. All of the other, all the breweries that we hit up when we were at Great American Beer Fest last year, I was like, 
we are really getting the the one pour shaft here. Like we were getting like one ounce pour or slightly under it, until we came and saw you and you were pouring. And then we poured nice exactly pours. one ounces because that's what they tell us to do. You did a great job. You did a great job of that. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and all, that's what all the other breweries did, unless it was like slightly under. There was rarely a time. Like, it was funny though, because we saw like people like who didn't have our like the media cups, like they were different. I was like, that motherfucker's got like two more ounces than we do. We're just getting like, and eh, here you go. Which was fine because we were there for, you know. Yeah, but there was so a couple places. Like, I think the second session we went to, there like as it got deeper into the day, like oh yeah, the pores got a little more beers. generous. The non-alcoholic like, beers got way heavy. Well, the non-alcoholic, <laughs> you know, but I had some, I had some stuff in like, and I, I don't know, was it the last session of the day? No, there was another session after. No, us. Saturday was it when we were there for the last session. Oh yeah, so then if it was the last session, yeah, I think that's why like some of the places were just... right because there there are two sessions on Saturday or just one. There are two sessions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we did. Oh yeah. There. Oh geez. Thank yeah, so you. Yes. The first that. session is right as the award ceremony is ending. That was a yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we did because we went straight to yeah. it. And so what I learned about that because they call it the, like the brewer session is the first time and it's on Saturday they will give you a actual glass glass instead of a plastic glass. And I was trying to figure this out and talk to, like, the the head crew member. And they're like, oh, right. Well, so many people drop glasses and break them on Thursday and Friday. They don't want to sleep up, sweep up glassware. But they have to clean up everything on Saturday. They're like, ah. Hey. We got to clean it go. up. Hey, there you go. Have We're a, sweeping anyway. Have so. glass, glass. We'll sweep it up. It's fine. Somebody walking barefoot. What are you doing at <laughs> beer fest and barefoot? What are you doing? Come on. Forget about it. Which, honestly, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Not a good idea. Saturday was the most fun. Like, I, I do want to go... I'm looking forward to next year. And Brandon and I have said that we're going to plan it out better. Because Thursday sounds like a lot of fun. And then it'd be nice to just take Friday off and then go Saturday morning for the awards and then the the, the, the part where you guys get a break, um, which is kind of nice. But like going Thursday when you guys are first there, and I say you guys as far as like the brewers and breweries where it's like, and everyone's here it excited is. It's to be here. Yeah, it's like, like the first time and like, not the first time, but the first night. So there's the first a little bit night. more like excitement and it's going to be great and everyone feeling good because everybody knows what to expect. Then the time you get to Friday, it's like, all right, this, this, this is cool. And then Saturday, it's like... This has been a long well, just, fucking weekend already. Yeah, it's, it's your energy levels. Yeah. You get there Thursday, you're excited, you get to be there. It's less amount of people because there are a lot of people at the work Friday. Yeah, nobody wants to go Thursday. Except but for what's, what's great, if you go on <laughs> Thursday, you actually get to spend talking with yeah. the brewers. Which is what Brandon and I... And, and Dan, we wanted to do. We, we still had a good time last year, and it was great. We talked to some yeah. I feel like Thursday... Thursday is my recommendation for everyone. Friday is super fun. You still have all the brewers. Sure. Yeah, Friday and was... And they're getting excited because they're like, maybe we win an award. Yeah. But Friday is the night where like it starts to get packed. Yeah. And you don't get those times where like you're just pouring constantly. And not all brewers are there. Myself and Nate, we love being in front of people. And yeah. so it's... It's one of those times where I tend to be an extrovert when I need to be, sure. but I love being more introverted and just having smaller groups. But being in that room with the energy and the excitement, we had a band not too far from us. Oh, like, people, Was it the same area that you guys were in last year? Or no. We actually had a couple of the Illinois people that had a hard time finding us because they had the Midwest over in where most of the Midwest was, and they do it, I believe, alphabetically, and we were just off enough that we were connected with Midwest. I was gonna say, and then something. and like the mountain area, and so oh, all of a sudden we had people find us. Go destroyer makes sense. You guys be towards the mountain. Yes, <laughs> that's a really good. Um, <laughs> so before we uh, move along, we I think we all finished this beer. Uh, Matthew, what did you bring? Yeah, Let's so from our mutual friend, uh, I brought West Coast Pilsner. And I will say they are our mutual friend, and that is the brewery's name. Uh, they are really close to the downtown, uh, and they've won tons of awards. They do lots of wild ferment stuff. Um, they actually remind us a little bit of us, maybe not as wild ferment stuff, but they do hazies. They do what we're drinking right now is what they call West Coast Pilsner, which is similar to what I would say is doji. Um, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to try it. For me, I really like it, but the hops that they use reminds me a lot more of the, like fruity pebbles where it's like super fruit forward um 
Really nice one. <laughs> I've drank it already. <laughs> yeah, but it's gone. Is there more in there? Yeah. Oh, good. I'll drink more of it. Uh, it's <laughs> funny that you say that. Uh, the Fruity Pebbles thing, I didn't get that right away, but I'm going to go in there. I say Fruity Pebbles because it was like just that like really aromatic fruit nose. Mm-hmm. And I probably don't have as good of a language to describe all of those individual fruits. So I just say Fruity Pebbles. How would you describe doji? Ooh, doji, the way I described it all weekend is I like to say that it's a really crisp, clean, easy drinking lager that right on the back end, you get a little bit of that hot presence because it's the Centennial and Amarillo uh, and Citra hops. So you get those like a little bit more West Coast hops. You get that like a little bit of that pine and resin right on the back end. But you have this really crisp beer up front. Where for me, uh, the nose on this is just like all of those really fruity aromatics right up front. And then you have that cleaner body on the back end. I wish my, this is on, on me, this is not anybody else. My pine glass was a little cleaner. I cleaned it better because I still get some of that, the the stout that we did, the, mm-hmm. the sweet stout. There is a little bit on there. But my first impression taking a sip from this was like, this is fucking like doji. Like really, it really is like. This is just like Oni Doji, like that dry hopped uh, yeah. lager. It is very similar. And I mean that as a compliment. A, a compliment. Yeah. And hey. it might be, this might just be a little crisper maybe than Doji. Which, hey, as I, a love Pilsner, this. I love makes these sense. guys, yeah. so th- this works. Uh, we have some Doji do a little back-to-back. Really? Yeah, See, this is... Um, sorry, I don't mean to... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it really I is like, oh, like he actually has this on draft. You can that's like a one hundred percent like a a nice comparison because there might be a slight difference, but it is very reminiscent. It has that like fruity lager. I'll do a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Well, and so that's the thing is like you know they call it West Coast Pilsner. We do dry hop lager. Some people call it a cold IPA. Some kind of IPL. Some people call it. Uh, you know, it goes by a beer of many different names. How fresh? Uh, how fresh is this can? Just out of curiosity, we don't know, right? I because this tastes very fresh and very like it pops. Whereas this, I know you've had it for a little bit, and I'm not knocking it, yeah. but I feel like this might not be the most perfect representation of Doji slash Oni R.I.P. Oni. Are you saying aging it on an airplane at thirty thousand feet for? A trip made it better. It made it better. No, no, I'm just joking. But yeah, I mean, there's the the our mutual friend. There's there's a there's more crispness to it. Yeah, and I don't know. Like again, this is a keg that's been in here since end of July. Yeah, I mean, but still, it's not going to change a whole lot. But it's very only only I get more of that bitterness. Yeah, it hits you in the back. Absolutely, I was going to say that. Whereas Ancient Palms. The beer that we we're drinking uh, yeah. is is not doesn't doesn't really have that. So there is that like little bit of difference. And honestly, though, if I went back and forth between the two, that's a nice like switch up of having like a hoppy lager that has like the same idea but a different type of approach. Yeah, it's very good. Both beers are good. Um, yeah. I'll drink this over o- Doji any day though. Like Doji's garbage now in comparison to this. Like, oh, gonna... oh, he's got a knife. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I want to see what Manny's response. Doji is still up there. Is like, oh man, I can't even put in the Maltes now because it's like I can't. I really can't. I don't consider it part of the Maltes because I had rated it before. It would honestly like Maltese just Hall of Fame. It is for me. It is. It really is. Like, but this is this is this is really nice. This is really good. Like, it's 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 very similar. Um, you guys had the same approach, but there's slight differences to it. And it'd be nice to go like back and forth between the two beers. Yeah. Which is, I just love seeing different people's takes on it. And obviously you guys know how many different hops can do different things. And absolutely. I think it's one of the greatest things about having this type of style is I feel like this is a style of beer that people can keep on doing collabs over and over and over and just, it would be fun to see what you guys together could do as like the ancient palms and doji to like how do you bring both of those beers together to bring out the best in both to make one it's like highlander there can be only one there can only be three there's there's a third what's the third doji ancient palms and the collab oh no (laughs) i totally blew it the collab's supposed to be the one no i I see i see it's fantastic like it, it 
in going back into to the, I'm going to say Oni because it was the last little bit of Oni that you gave Brandon. Um, both beers are fantastic. There's a nice brightness to it. There's a nice fruitiness to it. But it drinks clean like a lager. And one of my favorite things about certain beers is when I burp, there's a nice like hoppiness to it where it's like, <laughs> ah, yes, there's that like fruitiness or pininess that like, you don't want it, the it bitter- is true. You it, don't want the bitterness to come back. No, no, no. It, 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 it's true. Like when I burp after drinking like certain beers, there's like this flavor that comes back. And I'm not talking like baby burps. I'm talking about like just actual like gas coming from my gut, through my esophagus, yeah. out the throat, through my mouth. That's it. But you get that flavor of like, fruitiness and it's it's very good both are fantastic thanks for sharing that man that, yeah. that that's awesome yeah, that's a good. really really good beer you know as i was saying earlier the the people in denver were incredibly generous across the entire trip and so uh I, yeah i'm hoping that we can keep on going back it is always you know a bit of a challenge especially with everyone being busy both there in denver and us trying to get out there and sure. obviously you guys busy this year but when, we when just you, didn't want to go. We were like, no way, not this year. Not interested. False. No thanks. Whoa. Don't want it. Fake news. We don't want the invite. We just <laughs> want to get the invite and say no. That is false news. We did have a lot going on, and we also had a lot going on throughout the year, so it was harder for us to make it out there. But next year, we are planning to come back out. And it was so much fun last year hanging out with you and, and, and just being like, just the the if you don't if you haven't had the chance to go to GABF, you really should take the time and like one day if you like, like fests yeah, yeah it is one of the coolest fests it's fun to walk around it's fun to like try all these different beers and and do things in Denver Denver's really cool especially where it's at um, there's there's plenty to do, plenty to do plenty to do plenty to eat <laughs> yeah I mean the food was amazing but the amount of breweries that are down there. And it's insane, man. There's True so many. Brewing, yeah. True Brewing was doing a different festival every single day that uh, GABF was doing one. That's and so they had one cool. festival that was all women-owned breweries. They had a lager fest. Um, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, River North Brewing was there celebrating with people all the time. Beershot had events every day of the week doing amazing things. So did Pros. So did Cerebral. Like, I just would... everyone is just... It, it is this culture of just like... Even if you can't make it to that whole festival and then you have Rare Beer Fest and just that whole experience, I definitely want to try to get back out there earlier in the week so that when it actually is festival time, I can spend more time at the fest trying to do every single day going to like two to three breweries a day plus a bar plus a distillery plus doing the festival was just like, whew. So the... The fest was earlier, <clears throat> well, it, not earlier, it, it went back to its normal slated um, time in September than it normally is. <clears throat> and in the past, that coincides with um, Denver's um, Oktoberfest that they do. Did you get a chance to go? Because we did that when we went in 2018. We, yeah. The first year that we went in 2018. We went to Great American <clears throat> Beer Festival, then we went and got Saturday, food. Yeah, Saturday in the morning. We did, or the, we, yeah, we did the Saturday... Post, um, this is before we started doing the, the podcast. podcast, yeah. Uh, we went post awards and it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that, and then we met up with a friend of ours who was uh, in our brew club who moved to Denver. Actually, before that, we hung out with my buddy Bo, who was friends with the guys at Jessup Farm. Yep, uh, and we had dinner with them, which was a lot, a lot of fun. And then we met up with our buddy Brian, who used to be here in Chicago and a part of our brew club, and now he lives in Colorado. And we went to the arcade, and yeah, it was so much fun. And then someplace else, we didn't go to the sausage. We did. We did, did we go to the sausage we, place. Same, yeah. Oh, that was late. That was after we found the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Though. We found uh, like the Oktoberfest because it was uh, on like the same block. But oh we had to go God. a little further yeah. down. It was so much fun. Like we went to Oktoberfest and hung out and drank a whole bunch of Oktoberfest beers. And then we found what's the name of this? Biker Jim's. Biker Jim's, the random sausage place we did it's last year. It's basically the the hot dugs of um, Denver because yeah. they do like you get elk sausage Ooh. and Dude. like reindeer sausage. So next like, year, next year you got to come with us. We got to go there because we drank. We dragged Dan there, and he was like looking forward to the mac, and, like the oh, there was a vegan was dog such a, or yeah, whatever. And then he got there, they're like, "Yeah, we're sold out of the vegan dog." And he's like, "How'd you get some mac and cheese bites?" Yeah. It's kind of disappointing <laughs> for him. 
but it, it was super cool uh, that yeah that first year like doing the Oktoberfest. There was no did you no I mean, Oktoberfest things or that you didn't know. No, just place. Prost and Bierstadt, no. which they were doing their own things, and both had Oktoberfests and fest beers, and those were great, but not like the whole block party thing. Sure. The only yeah, this was like the full like block party extravaganza. Yeah. The only big area that we had that had that kind of thing was uh, Finn's amazing craft beer bar but gets really crazy when you put sure. every brewer in at the same time. We're here. We're here to hang out. We're going to try all these beers. Yeah. So it, it, it was going on the 22nd through the 24th oh, nice. and then they do it a second weekend this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I would, I would recommend if, if you've never been to Great American Beer Fest, go on Thursday or Friday. It's fantastic. Saturday's also fun, but like if you can get two sessions out of it, there it's it's a world of difference every time. Like we we haven't done Thursday, but we've done Friday, Saturday during the day. But we haven't done Saturday night. I don't know if I want to do Saturday night to be honest. Like well, no, especially if you're flying out the next day. Well, exactly. Yeah, we did the red eye flights. I did the red eye flight where I had to go to like a baptism on Sunday when I flew back home. That, that was, was the first time. That was the first time. Yeah, that first was time was the best trip. <laughs> it was so good. I flew out. You left at like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> Dude, I got home. I got to, to Denver at like 11 p.m. Or I got to you by 11 p.m. We went to a bar or whatever. Tarantula. Yeah. And then we met up with my buddy Bo who the next day, the next morning, and we had beers and breakfast. And then we went to GABF, then the dinner then Oktoberfest, and then, or the one up, and then I, I'm going to puke. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, then Oktoberfest, and I think, like, as we were heading back to the hotel, Bo was, like, coming around, like, hey, what's up? We're going to go yeah. more places. I'm like, I got a flight at 6 a.m. Like, yeah. I got my Uber. It was great. I was home by 9 o'clock in the morning back in Chicago, and that round trip was, like, 90 bucks. Father, before you bless this son, can you forgive my sins? Amen. Oh, it was fantastic. But anybody who has never been to GABF and you love beer, uh, definitely go. It's it's an experience. Take some time to, to go ahead and, and go out there because it's a lot of fun. And uh, as Matthew has uh, expressed to us, there's clearly a lot of things to do other than the festival. Yeah, and I, li- I literally even help, like... Literally. I think last year we, af- shortly after the festival, the first chance I was able to, I had made a reservation for a hotel and I had a hotel like on oh, hold yeah. and I didn't cancel it until like the first week of September, just in case something changed and we were like going to try and go. So now you need to make that reservation for next year. Well, I will. Thanks. It's literally the hotel right next to the greatest. It really yeah. is. And it's a nice hotel as well. It was fun. Free, I can't wait free to Free breakfast back. and everything. Yeah. Like, Which we... Could have like passed on for Saturday because we yeah dude I will if we if we get to go to the award ceremony I want those breakfast burritos dude breakfast burritos yeah (laughs) that was the best thing about finding out uh, like when we got there we're like what there's all this food we're media and we've we can get this food and we get all these pours of beer that's great it was great like cheering for all the Illinois burritos I was hung over and made sure to wake up at nine a.m. to get all the breakfast burritos I'd been putting them in my pockets absolutely I did. Smart, smart. Before the award ceremony, and Nate just comes in like five minutes before, and he's like, "I got them. They still had plenty." (laughs) Well, I got you guys some anyway. But yeah, Matthew, thank you so much, man, for doing your recap with us. We appreciate it. You're always welcome. Come back next week. Always come back next week. We got Nate coming on. I told you as soon as Brandon's gone, we get our own. Finally, let's do this and let's. uh, We might invite him. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see what happens. You bring the sausage. You got it, buddy. I'm gonna bring this jerky already made for us and just gonna keep it and be like oh Brandon what's going on I don't know what's happening your jerky's all gone I was watching your cats crazy oh you must have hated them don't look at your camera Matthew wasn't here <laughs> no we really do appreciate it man thanks for bringing the the, the spider uh, bride very good very and the, tasty uh, our mutual friend that too man but I'm talking about the YB stuff okay no. you guys don't pay us but we're still promoting. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. No. It's it's always a pleasure to be here, and you guys are some of the most fun to record with and be with, and to just talk about what's going on in beer. Do you listen to the episodes that you're on? It's a hard. It's a hard. I listen to part of them, and then you're like, "That's enough." <laughs> this one's gonna be a tough one for you. It's hard to listen to your own you voice. Talk a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> like when I go through the edits, and I have to like find a spot like that's the intro, and then I have to record like the intro the worst brandon and i recorded new like actual podcast intros before we did this that's gonna be fun to go back to 
Do you guys have that issue when you listen to your own voices where you're like... He doesn't listen to the podcast. Nope. But have you ever listened to your... Like, oh, yeah. Even your voice... Yeah, it, it's funny because I had... There was a time in my life where people were like, you should do radio announcing and stuff like that. And I was like, Ooh, okay, great. Ladies and gentlemen, this and, is Brandon Winnie and, and I'm telling you and this what's I go back and my voice and I'm like, God, I sound fucking whiny and nasally. And like, Nobody likes their own <clears throat> voice. I don't even like my own voice, but when I hear it, I'm putting a voice on. When I didn't put a voice on was on Dan's podcast for the Liquid Liner Notes. Like I was talking, I was like, hey, what's up? Let's talk about this. See, and that's the thing. is like, because I can get down into like the talking radio voice and do like stuff like that. Well, what's like, up, everybody? It's like, Aaron and Tony. We're talking about sports, weather, and the news. Wait, we were supposed to have a recording voice. Oh, yeah. This. You got to have, have a recording voice. Yeah, man. It's all about the ASMR. It's all about that bass. That bass, no treble. Here we are at the molting hour. It's fantastic. o'clock hour. Here we are. Oh, it's actually the 9.30 hour. That means time to take off your pants. <laughs> I, thought you, <laughs> I thought you had something else. All right, Matthew, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you, man. We love you. Thank you for joining us again. Yeah, man, thank Cheers. you. Cheers. We'll probably see you next week. Yeah. All right, Brandon, love you, buddy. Love you too, bud. Everybody keep listening, liking, subscribing, do all the things you need to do. We appreciate everybody who listens and sends us, uh, you know, all the recommendations. We're going to get to them soon. I promise by Old Irving's Spider Bride if you're in Chicago. Because it's fucking good. It was really good. Very limited, too. Okay. It was only a 15-barrel batch. So. Can't wait to get more of them out of your car before we leave. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> Bye. <laughs> this has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter bdub81, and on Untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.